everyone. Welcome to the Ignited Sparks podcast. We now have a, we finally have a name, a home. So you'll see that uh, wherever you're watching this, it might be on YouTube or SoundCloud or Spotify or Google Podcasts if they finally add our podcast. It's a weird system, but don't worry about that. Uh, today we got James here. I'm Chris. I'm Lurk. We totally forgot to do that last time, so forgive us if you don't actually know who we are, but now you do. Um, before we get started, uh, in a few days on Wednesday, we are part of the Early Access stream. So we're going to be going live at about 5pm New Zealand time, going all the way to 1am when the event ends, so you can check that out on Wednesday. We'll be streaming on YouTube, so if you subscribe to us, you'll get the update. Okay, so today uh, we'll be talking about mostly L-Train, if not all of it. And these are about the five topics we'll be going through today. We're going to be first talking about the mechanics and what we think of them. Uh, then we're going to go talk about some of the cycles, especially focusing on the mana ba- uh, the, the land cycles mm. and how they're going to affect standard. Then we're going to go talk into our uh, personal top threes, what we're excited for, what we want to build, which will naturally go into what decks we're going to build in the, the next standard. And uh, speaking of decks, we've also got a final topic about all the magic news that's come out today, so we'll finish off with that. So, yeah, Steph, do you want to tell us what the mechanics are of Eldraine? Uh, yep, so we've got three main ones, um, which are adventure, animum, and food. Cool. Um, so you might have seen the new weird adventure cards, where you've got um, a creature, um, that's your main card, so it'll have a cost, and then attached to it is a sorcery or instant, which you can cast before you cast the creature. When you cast the sorcerer instant, um, after it resolves, the creature goes into exile, and you can cast it at any point on the game, um, unless it's taken out by the uh, one card that does that. <laughs> or, <laughs> or Eldrazi processors. Don't forget <laughs> about those. But once you've cast the creature and it's in your graveyard, you can't cast the instant sorcery. What about food? Food is like energy, but you can interact with it. It's... I don't know. I, I don't know if food's going to be evergreen or anything, but I'm not super excited for it beyond Eldraine. Food kind of like with clues, how we never saw those again, right? Oh. Yeah, but clues were really beloved. They'll probably come back. They're just really... Yeah. Um, they're really... Um, locked into that Because like, we're, we're slowly filling up the theme. cycle, right? We've got draw a card. T- pay two, draw a card. We've got pay two, uh, gain three life. And then we had um, our Sacta, Adamana. So they're mm. like slowly... We're waiting for like one that's gonna do plus one. There's one sack makeup one one guy or something. Yeah, well they've got know. so they've got they've got food and they before that they had treasures and they had yeah. clues. Yeah. But they did the same. So clues are really locked into Innistrad because of investigate. That's like a theme there. Mm. Whereas they did the same problem with treasure, where before they made a treasure, exactly the same th- thing existed, but as an Ethereum cell. Yeah. So they couldn't mm. put that on another plane. Yeah. But then in Exile, they did treasure, and now it's evergreen. Yeah. You just get treasure and. Yeah. I feel like getting mana or getting cards advantage is like so much it's better than so, just getting three life. Getting three life. So much better, yeah. But food, it's like energy because you can yeah consume the food to do like make a mana or bring something back from the graveyard, which reminds me of energy. So we'll see if it's gonna break or just be completely ignored by standard. It'll be just as um, re- redundant with itself as energy was, but yeah. also less crazy playable. Yeah, most likely. I think unless maybe like in against burn, unless you're looking for, particularly in modern, you're looking for specific life gain cards. Yeah. Then the only mm. time food is going to see playing constructed is when something does something else with food other than. I can imagine at F and M, someone's playing some janky Simic 
food deck and they've got like 10 food tokens and I'm playing mono red burn and they just spend one turn going okay I'll eat the food eat the food eat the food eat the food and I'm like okay what oh, god ah uh, they were like two life ah <laughs> uh, so that's gonna kick my ass one time but you know uh and what was the other the mechanic adamant adamant yeah so uh yeah building up to devotion it's definitely a big hint mm, it's kind of doesn't really quite work with devotion right because it's all the adamant cards only have one pip one one mana Colored mana pip each. Oh, true. They're mm. usually sorceries, though. They, they a just, lot of them they just, are sorceries, they but they're all... They encourage monocolored dicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we mechanics as a whole usually don't always go into constructors. It's usually like two or three adamant yeah. cards or, you know, energy cards or whatever that, mm. that make it to constructors. The thing that's pushing the monocolored stuff more is that cycle, that land cycle. Yeah. The, the ones with the... They have land types on them, the yeah. common cycle. Yeah, that, those are all quite strong. Yeah. And and they're all based around having only what well, only basics. Yeah. They're also um the the triple color cycle pushes it and we have triple colors from previous sets so like mono black already has triple color creatures that are pretty playable. Mm. Um mm. the thing that Dread Presence um whenever you play a swamp it's already pretty good so I think What do you mean by triple color? You mean triple pip? Yeah, so triple black. Yeah, triple so call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Triple black, and then whenever a swamp enters, it does ridiculous stuff. Yeah, uh, definitely. I definitely think there's gonna be a mono black build that runs dread presence for sure to make the most out of it. Man, I'm not looking forward to adventure though in constructed. It feels like it's gonna be so much value for people yeah. that are making the most out of it. I think it's not for the most part. It's not gonna to be too different from like flash uh, from uh, jump start. Jump start flashback. Like anything it's where you cast two spells, aftermath, those yeah. sort of things. Mm. Yeah, except it's kind of like Jumpstart, except you don't have to discard a card to get it back. Yeah, it's just, it's a free like card. Like, if you thought about having a Jumpstart card being that, but... It's kind of like yeah. Aftermath, but actually worse, because mm. worse? you could only ever cast half... Well, Aftermath was the same thing, so you could, you could only... You had to cast your... This is definitely better than Aftermath. Half yeah. But no, but sometimes, like, you're going to want to play the creature first, and then your, your, your spell is just gone. Mm. If the creature's better. That's so the spell has to be the... The, the cards where the spell is good is going to be yeah. where they're playing. Yeah. Mm. Like, like uh, just Murderous Rider. <laughs> yeah. That's going to see play till it rotates. Absolutely. There's a couple of really busted adventures. Yeah. Well, I mean, Some of them just seem not very impactful. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, I, yeah, you know, all not every card in a mechanic will make it in. Some of them are just for draft and things like mm. that. Yeah. We might, say, we might, like, laugh at Murderous Rider being, like, so obviously good, but they had to replace Breastloop. Oh, absolutely, so. yeah. I'm, I'm just absolutely going to be sick of people casting that against my stuff. Alright, so uh, let's move along to some of the cycles. Let's start talking about the lands that you mentioned. So yeah. we have a cycle of rare lands, which when they enter, they check for its correspondent color. And uh, it is untapped if you control it. And then it taps for the color, and then it has an ability attached. So... Any any preference on which one we talk about first? Any uh, any fan I like favorites? The green, green obviously one? the green rare land is insane. Sweet. So I'll read it out for anyone who doesn't know. It's called Castle Garenbrick. It comes in untapped if you control a forest. It taps for forest, and you pay two green green and tap itself to add six green. And you can spend this mana only on creature spells or activate abilities of creatures. So it's yeah, Temple of the False God. Temple of the False God, except it has less downside. <laughs> yep. Yay. So Less downside. When I'm stuck on four lands in Commander, yeah. then I can still tap it for a mana. Yeah. 
Um, this card just instantly goes into Primeval Titan, yep. the um, the Amulet of Vigor deck. Yeah. Um, it just means you can. It's just another way of turn three, getting a Primeval Titan into play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of made that deck quite a lot better. The thing about these lands is that a lot of people were disappointed with how weak the abilities were, but the fact of the matter is there's no opportunity cost. More often than not, they're going to mm. come in untapped, and they're just free stuff. Like, you know, people were disappointed the blue one only scries two, mm. but it's like, it's, it's, so an, it's no it's, opportunity cost. In the standard constructed, there is an opportunity cost, and the opportunity cost is... deck is, building? The opportunity cost is that you then can't really play the common land, and in some cases the common land is just better. That's true. So the common land has to come down late, and it has a land type. And why but does it? Why does why does it ever come in late? Because otherwise, it's, otherwise it's just a basic recovery tap. It doesn't do yeah. anything if it, if you play it early. Oh, I just mean like weeding out the. Text um, okay, so it's um, all of them have when this land enters the battlefield, um, it does something, um, but only if it comes in untapped, and they come in untapped if you control three or more swamps, mountains, islands of that color. Yeah. So and they you, do have the land type. So you want yeah, they, so they have the land type, but you want to be playing at turn four or five. The real land does not have a land type, yep. and that's the land that you can play early. Yep. So they don't really synergize very well. So, for and, example, if you're playing a Molokolo deck, and you played any of the rare lands before you played the... I don't know what to call these. Do they have, did these have a name yet? No. Nope. Of the, of the common land, it puts it back a whole turn to get that effect. So it's, it's going to be hard for a Molokolo deck to, to build. Do you play 2-2? Two, two? Do you play 4-1? Or do you just play four and zero? It's depends on the deck you're building. I'm pretty sure what you want to do, yeah, yeah. Because I think the red one does sort of well. Actually, the red, the red rare the or red, the red common, two, the two of them both they kind of work together. Cavalcade, they're both amazing. They're both quite good. Because mm. um, the the common blue, one makes a one one when you have the appropriate amount of lands, and the other one gives all your creatures plus one, which you do after your cavalcade trigger. Mm. But again, it trips up. You know, like yeah. trying to trying to get them all to to work. Mm. So the the green the green common one is kind of bad. So that makes the rear land rear green land better. Mm. But like an example of like black has both quite a good um, common land, but then its its rear one is like a bit better. But yeah, like yeah. Game. I mean, everyone was pretty excited when they saw the black one because that was the first one that was revealed. I think the, the, bl- card. the black and the green are the best ones. And then everyone yeah, was disappointed right. with the rest because it's like, where's Probably my card true. advantage? <laughs> you yeah. know, why does my blue one not draw cards? Yeah. But yeah. Oh man, like honestly, there's gonna be a lot of games in the future where you're playing against control deck, and you pass and don't do anything, and they just activate their castle adventures, scry two, and you're just gonna feel so awful because they're just gonna be fixing their drawers, they're gonna find their board wipes or whatever. They're gonna counter what if. Yeah. They can hold up counter magic, and if they don't counter something, they yeah. can scry to or it's do whatever. Castle Avengers is, I'm going to get sick of people activating that at the end, at the end step. But, yeah. Um, it's not quite an as canter, but it's no. it's a decent enough replacement. I do really like the the blue common mm. land. It's uh, Mystic Sanctuary. It comes in untapped if you control three other islands, and when it enters untapped, you can put an instant or sorcery on top of your library from your graveyard. Oh, yeah. Um, that's gonna definitely go into blue white control and modern, because that means you can start looping cryptics, and the, uh, fact, oh. the fact that you can fetch for them too. Oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have the basic land types, yeah. so you can you can crack your fetch lands and go and get them. That makes them a lot better for both modern so and also for commander. So on turn four, yeah. you cryptic them. Turn five, you get your land back. Get, Play the land get the cryptic yeah. back on top yeah. of your library, and then you can cryptic them again. And then once you've used 
that on turn six you can snap cast a cryptic <sighs> god so uh that's a lot of that's a lot of good stuff going on there yeah and also when you snap cast a cryptic you can use this use that cryptic to return mystic sanctuary to your hand i think that's how does cryptic command let you target your own stuff yeah i'd have to build if target, sure permanent, target? target non-land permanent or oh, non-land there you go is it non-land or maybe not <laughs> i'll double check okay here you go yeah <laughs> So yeah, these lands, they're pretty good, you know, um, but anyone else here disappointed that there wasn't a dual land cycle in Eldrained? Mm. I mean, it makes sense. I think I was, they made up for it. They made up for the disappointment by printing the mm. rare semi-fetch land. Yeah. Um, the oh, oh the right. The, evo- the improved evolving wilds. Were considerably worse normal fetch. The prismatic the Vista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Prismatic Vista, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I was my my bet was they were gonna print the other cycle of fast lands. I really thought they were gonna go for those the really yeah. expensive ones. Well, so I think it's time still... a dual land cycle wasn't in a set. Oh no, man, I don't think we still have quite good dual lands though. The yeah, real... shocks and scries. The real yeah. the real downside is that scries are really slow. So yeah. if there's like a lot of aggro in the format, you're not gonna want them, and we're not going to get non scry lands until mm. after Theros. Who here has been playing a lot of that uh, M20 event on Arena, though? Have you... I played a little bit of it, yeah. yeah. Steph's um, over here has been playing it a bunch. Yeah. And the I mana base, it's, is I it alright? Yeah. Um, the mana base... You're playing mana team base or okay. I've been playing team elementals, which yeah. is three color. Um, it runs all the shocks, and it runs a lot of... Um, a lot of temples, and then just some, uh, like, three or four basics. And it will, once, once we have the, um... What's the actual land called? Um... The fetch line, the evolving worlds. It'll Fable probably passage. It'll Fable probably run that, so they'll have to run yeah. more basics. Fable passage, but um, it's it do, it's not as slow as you'd think it would be. Mm. That is a ramp deck though, so it doesn't really matter if things come yeah. untapped. I don't think like I don't think Esper Control could afford to run mm, that many Scrylands. Yeah. But they they do do the job if you have to. Mm. I definitely miss checks. Yeah. So. I want to talk about mana bases later, but essentially what I'm trying to figure out is three color is playable, but is it too slow for aggro? But we could probably talk about that more later. All right, well then moving on from lands, let's talk about the legendary artifact cycle. Uh, they're all they're all pretty awesome cards. They I was reading the card design article and they're all sort of built around sort of quests. Get to do a thing to be able to cast them. You know, for example. Uh, the mono green one, you have to play something big before you play it, or uh, in the mono black one, you have to fill your graveyard. So it's it fits with the whole questing theme of the set. So it's pretty cool. Anybody got any favorites? Oh, my favorite is the black, the cauldron. Oh yep. Um, really? It harkens me back to when I first started playing with um, Whip of Erebos. Nice. Uh, that card was a wee bit stronger than this one, also, but I, I quite like this one. It's the old texts. Yep. Uh, it is a costs ten and do ten mana plus two black. Uncastable. Mm-hmm. Uncastable. <sighs> it costs two less to cast for each creature card in your graveyard. Okay. So if you get to five creatures, it costs two mana. Um, whenever a creature you control dies, it goes on the bottom of its owner's library. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pay three, including one black, and tap it. Pay two life and return a creature from your graveyard to the battlefield at sorcery speed. 
So basically what you're doing is, and of course the second line would obviously mean that you can't infinitely sacrifice something yeah. every turn. It's yet. fixed. It's fixed, yeah. yeah. It's um, fixed in, in many ways. It makes ways. me think a lot yeah. of Whip of Erebos, which is a very strong deck back in Khans of Tarkir, Theros Standard. Um, it was a, more of a mid-range deck, but that was a only until end of turn sort of thing. This is permanent, which makes it pretty solid. Mm. Uh, I'm... I could be keen to like try to sort of a reanimate a shell yeah. with this plus maybe the five the bond of the bond card from. Do we have enough self mill now that uh stitch of supplies rotated? Stitch of supplies out. You do have um discovery dispersal. Mm-hmm. Um, veil. You can mill yourself with Ashiok as well. Yeah, yeah there's thought erasure is still in the format. Yeah, you can. You can't thought erasure yourself to discard <laughs> the creatures, but. That would be nice. Yeah, there is uh, a lot of mill in the set that I think they say target player, so they could self-target. Mm. To uh, fill your but there's yard. some really insane uh, reanimation targets like yeah. Dracusith yep. um, from the previous set. I, which uh, which was a deck for like a week or two in this yeah. in this format. Yeah, so I think trying to go over the top with this, maybe you can like fill your graveyard enough by turn three to play it, and then on turn four get back something huge. Yeah. My concern with the cauldron is it's so fixed. Like it does, mm. like there's not only, like you couldn't go infinite sacking it anyway mm. because anything that dies, unless you were milling yourself in part, as part of the combo, anything that dies goes to the bottom of your library. So once it's out, you can't get any more creatures in mm. unless you've got another mill. No, yeah, so that's, that's how it's designed that you've got to fill your graveyard and then boom, you and know, then, this then, is it. And then it also taps. Reverse experimental frenzy. <laughs> So I feel, yeah. I feel like there's, there's so many ways in which they've added downsides and one of those downsides could have could have disappeared a little. Yeah, well, they were scared of what yeah. happened after Scarab God, you know? <laughs> that destroyed Standard. I think the I one it was thing, already ruined. Yeah. The one thing that makes me down on this is Teferi, Time Reveler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he can bounce the cauldron and he can bounce the creature that you just reanimated. Uh, and assuming it's an uncastable creature, that's basically like removing... Like Jack, you said, that a non, non-red deck. Mm. Yeah. So... That could be a bit of a damper, but I'm hoping that Teferi is not going to be much of a force in the next meta. Fingers crossed. No. I feel like it's the well. Yeah. <laughs> Teferi's too strong. Teferi is uh, really he good. He is really strong. I feel but like this de- this uh, a lot of these artifacts were designed for Brawl and Cauldron the Cauldron. Brawl and EDH. Uh, yeah, it made me... I don't even think the Cauldron... Oh, uh, this Cauldron is... EDH. I think it's definitely too fixed for EDH. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what they are. Like, if it wasn't fixed... They're more fixed for... for and it costs a bit more mana... But yeah, it would definitely find a home in EDH. Because there is a sacrifice theme in, yeah. in Brawl, so... Yeah. Well, what about you, Seth? Which artifact is your favourite? Um, well, I like the green one. Yep, the green, okay. the Great Henge. Yeah, so it's this, it's 7 and 2 green. Uh, this spell costs X, less to cast, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. It's like Galta, but doesn't add up. Um, and then you can t- add 2 green, you gain 2 life. Which is really strong. So busted. And whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one counter on it and draw a card. This card is ridiculous. So uh, like a lot of green in the set, they just threw everything at it and yep. hoped that something was good. I think in there yep. there's, there's some good things. <laughs> yeah. I could definitely see this being in a Golgari shell for standard. Turn one, Goose. Turn two, Rotting Ranger Sore. Turn three, Great Henge. Tap it immediately and play Questing Beast. And attack with a seven six and a four four, mm. or a five five actually because it's got a plus one counter on it. It's ridiculous. It's uh, it's you draw the card to fuel rotting Ridge sword next turn and 
It's just a great and it's a great anti control card because obviously you're drawing yeah loads of cards. And it's also all right main board because it gains life against yeah for... yeah. It reminds me of um that uh mm-hmm. artifact from Kaladesh that was played. Last standard, the, the Pokedex, the three mana uh, one that you yes, pay. Lifecrafter's Beast. Lifecrafter's Beast. It feels like that, but slightly better because of all the other texts on it. If you're playing it. against aggro, all you have to do is tap it and yeah. you gain two life. Absolutely, yeah. You don't even care about the mana if you just want to gain life. Yeah. So I think the other thing I think this quite synergizes really well with Incubation Druid. Because even if, you, if you've if you got that stuck in hand, you play this, you play Incubation, Incubation Druid, it comes in with a counter. And then taps for three more months. Ooh, um, that's and spicy. Card, yeah. And you gain two life. Yeah, I was so gonna I, say that doesn't seem good because you can't. Uh, just any adapt creature. Adapt I mean, it. Yeah, any adapt creature. Specifically, because you're gonna want to play a lot yeah. of ramp creatures anyway to get out to the big stuff. And maybe, it, maybe like putting this in an adapt shell. That seems good. Mm. That seems really, really yeah, gross. You play a growth chamber guardian. It gets a counter. You draw another growth chamber guardian yeah. and a random card. Shock and you keep doing that again. Oh, maybe. Oh man, I don't like that. How, how all yeah. in can we go? What I what I do hate about this artifact cycle is that they're mythics and they're all standard playable and they're going to be so expensive. They're standard playable, they're brawl playable. If they're, EDH playable. they're EDH playable. Uh, not yeah. maybe not anything else playable. Well, it's standard prints, so I mean, you know, besides they're not, not going to go. They're not going to be. Uh, you know, you wasn't it very eighty bucks? <laughs> like, come on, these right. are these are going <laughs> to so get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Luke? Any of these artifacts take your fancy? Uh, not particularly, to be honest. Um, I haven't investigated these ones too much. Mm. But the blue one's kind of neat. Yeah, the Magic Mirror one's pretty good. Uh, six blue, blue, blue. Costs one less for each instant sorcery, so effectively costs three mana. Got no maximum hat size. And the beginning of your upkeep, put a knowledge counter on this, then draw a card for each knowledge counter on it. So the first turn it's out, draw a card. Mm. Next turn, draw two. Next turn, draw three. Could I be good. I can't oh. see this living very long. Mm. But that's a good thing to say about yeah. the artifact in EDH. The one thing I'm not sure about with this entire cycle is, is most of them just seem like win more. Like when you're behind, I'm not sure how much. Well, well, so Magic that, Mirror yeah. is not a win more because you in, in, in the right deck you're just casting instant sorcery like removal. Mm. So like it's yeah, gonna you eventually already happen. Cauldron, you gonna build around six instant sorceries in your in your yard. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then it has to last a whole turn so I yes. can get there. Yeah. Um, so it, it does seem a little bit risky in that regard. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm definitely not looking forward to dying to Embercleave in Limited or Standard. I'm like, oh, I don't need to block that 3-3, three, three. that's fine. And then it just flashes in, it equips to a creature for free, mm. and hits me for really like fun. 8. Yeah, so... <sighs> it even has Trample, actually. So plus even one, if I do block one. it, so, yeah. oh my god, this thing is gonna be so gross. I think it's like a 1 or 2 off in the, Ember, uh, in the Cavalcade deck. It's really interesting because it's obviously there's going to be a mono red deck. Calvary, yep. When, well, well, there's going to be at least one one mono red deck. There might be more than one, and it depends what sort of form the mono red deck takes. Because we lost the wizards package out of the yeah. frenzy. Um, oh my god! Mono red has since veered towards Cavalcade, which doesn't really want this because if you put this well, on what? a one one, it only does three more damage. So it does a little bit, but it's not. You want to stick this on like a four four. True. Um, so I don't like it, but the the wideness of the cable clay deck makes it cheaper. But you want to put on something. I think this is still a nice finisher. I think maybe yeah, it might it might go like the new cable clay decks. It's gonna play the new. Mm. It's gonna play the new knight. Yeah, it's gonna play ginger brood. It's gonna play all the other one ones. Mm. But I think there's room for one ember clay. The opponent has to play around. I yeah. play ember cleave in a big red deck like with Would the you? with the giant. You know the crushing giant. That means um, that 
the one that has the skull crack adventure plus the oh my god the skull yeah. crack four three yeah. for four four three for three with, yeah um, when it gets targeted it deals two yeah another pl- and and you play the dwarf the four mana dwarf mm. and you can play in the it's kind of like a mid range aggro you, you might have to thread. think more about the curve but yeah. Um, yeah, I think more in a mid rangey red deck you could play in the cleave. This yeah. also would go well in full big cool aggro. Oh my god, um, yeah. It doesn't have to go more red, I think. You're right, yeah. To pay yeah. For it. It, I think there is a gruel deck out there, but man, the mana base is hard though. With no scry, yeah. Just the shocks, uh, maybe with the evolving wild upgrade. Definitely with the evolving wild upgrade. Although, we're going to talk a bit more about this later in our top three. Gruel with the, the cast for free card. Oh. oh my god. Yeah, so Gruul has the yeah, class yeah, card which yeah. goes and behind your fixing. Yep. Also, it's gonna have you're gonna have the mana. It also has the bird. Um yeah, it has bird really as well. fixing. And Paradise Root, so maybe yeah, maybe I'm silly. Maybe Gruul is just so good. But what are you talking about, Luke, with the um what these seem like win mores? That's what drew me towards the cauldron is because it's a payoff card, it's not a win more. Mm. Yeah. Um whereas yes, I think the mirror is a win more card. I think it's not good enough for most most decks. Circle of Loyalty yeah. is also a bit win more because if you if you can cast it, you've probably got a couple of creatures in play yeah. already, and you're probably yeah. doing all right. Same with Embercleave. Like if you if you have Embercleave in hand and you've just died to a board wipe, it's like if you're like oh, oh this boy, so, <laughs> yeah, man, this card is so good. I'm attacking with four creatures. Oh yeah. wait, that's already a good yeah. That's thing. how I got when I saw the Great Hand. I'm like, who wants an eight mana mana rock? <laughs> and, then, and then you just read everything else. And you're like, well, I guess it pays for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it pay something that starts at nine mana does not feel like something that you're building up to win. It mm. feels like the the mm. thing you're winning with. Mm. Well, what I'm worried about with these is mm. if so, say you play against like a Teferi deck or okay. control deck, and you get board wipes, and yeah. then they play Teferi and bounce this, and it just sits in your yeah. hand. Yeah, definitely, highly possible. Yeah, like in certain situations, they do seem like dead cards. Yeah. But because like we've seen we'll it see against in the Dino build currently, we've seen it in Mono Green that what's the Golta? It does mm. rot in your hand. Like there are games yeah. where you get board wipe, get removal, and you're like, I just cannot cast this twelve mana card. So I think the advantage of this set is that particularly in Mono Green, but also a little bit in Red, is that everything is big. Mm. Um, even more so, like when you were playing Mono Green, you were really focused on curve. So yep. it's like you're playing two drops and they were two. Three. You're playing fallen element, no, not fallen elemental. The fallen thing that made it one more when you targeted it. Yeah, fallen lieutenant. It was it was just a two three. three. It wasn't yeah. it was adding to Golter, but it wasn't getting there. Yeah. I think you're not playing many things less than like a four, but we, four for three or a four. If we think about the mono green curve, we got a two mana three three. We got a three mana four four. We got a f- uh, four mana four four. Effectively. Yeah. You know, it's mm. these are all big beefy guys. You know, yeah. and. And if you splash black, you've got rotting registrar, things like that. So, the chances are this might not rot in your hand as much because any top deck that's big, you can slam and then play Great Henge again. What a weird name, Great Henge. I also think um, it's Hedge at first. Yeah, yeah, it's based off it. You can see them in the art there. The Stonehenge. yeah, Stonehenge. Mm. But it's a hinge. So yeah. yeah. So okay, moving on. Is there any other cycles worth discussing in terms of constructed? Uh, there's so there's the triple cost cycle. Oh yeah, the uh, uh the monocolored ones. So some of them are good. Um, yeah. So you've got the the green one, um the black one, and depending on what format you're playing, maybe the blue one. 
Um, probably all for Commander. Anyway, for, so you've got Yorvu, the Garen Brick is the green one, he's triple green. He enters the battlefield with four plus one counters on him. Whenever, whenever another green creature enters the battlefield on your control, put a plus one counter on Yorvu. Then if that creature's power is greater than Yorvu's power, put another plus one counter on Yorvu. Which basically means he's going to come in as a 4-4 and by the time he attacks he's almost definitely going to be a 5-5. Sometimes a 6-6. Six, six. Mm. Um, on turn 4, assuming you haven't ramped. Um, which I think is pretty strong. Um, and is is made a lot better by the fact that the that questing beast exists. Yeah. Um, so like other other things exist in mono green to make it good. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that one? Uh, well, the only downside for this guy is he's very chump blockable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he has no no evasion whatsoever. So, yeah. but I guess if you're um playing a big deck, all your things have to be blocked, or they die very fast. So maybe yeah. that's an upside for that. Um, he also kind of is also susceptible to Teferi a little bit with being unsummoned mm. he doesn't do anything when he enters and then he loses all any um, buffs that you've created with him yeah. the questing like, beast like itself would be a lot worse if it didn't have haste like mm. the fact that it has haste and it's going to immediately start doing what it's meant to be yeah, doing creatures in standard need to do something yeah. when they enter the battlefield yeah. Otherwise, or be super annoying if they have to go yeah, away. Otherwise, you just can't be beefy, beefy. Yeah. unless you're running Raider Sword. <laughs> yeah, three unless three they're like really beefy. It's a three and this guy does get, yeah. get beefy, but he does lose some of his beef when he gets unsummoned. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of awkward. A little bit, but yeah. Um, so the red one is Torbrin, Thane mm-hmm. of Redfell, and it's one red, red, red. Uh, so four mana. If a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, it deals that damage plus two instead. So it's the last step of Flame of Kelt. <laughs> yeah, which kind of can make it into mono red a little bit. Could do, but four mana two four that is a little bit of a win more. Is it gonna is it gonna be enough? Kind of a, fu- a four four really. So it, it is a four four. He's technically a four four. It could yeah. be a win con in Cavalcade deck. Could be like a one or two of yeah. Like so, it kind of plays. If Place Challenge's Embercat mm. is a win con, is something that deals, deals a lot of damage. Okay, you mean not Baby Chandra? No, I mean the flying thing. Chandra's Embercat. Oh no, no, Chandra's Pyro no. F- no. Phoenix. Chandra's other thing. The Chandra's other thing Phoenix. Chandra has, it yeah. plays Chandra's that. Chandra's Embercat. Chandra's Embercat. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's a total one. It's going to destroy standard. Yeah, it plays a 1-3 and it gets plus 2 plus 0 whenever a non-creature source deals damage to your opponent. Yeah. Um, so it, if you have Cavalcade out and you attack with three creatures, including it, it becomes oh yeah like an 11. It, it destroys you. Absolutely. And, and you've already taken like yeah. four damage and you're going to take more. And um, yeah, if you drop it and you attack with a couple things, Cavalcade does three damage so, per trigger. So the downside of that one is you play it, you wait a turn, and someone kills it. You don't like wait that. a turn though. No, it doesn't, you, have, it doesn't have haste. No, I know that, but like you're playing, you're playing Cavalcade, right? So you've... A couple one ones. Let's say you have two one ones and you have cover clay. You play that in attack. You've done six damage before damage is even resolved. No, you've done four damage because it doesn't have haste. So it sits. No, no, it sits there. But the other two one ones attack and cover clay deals three damage and cover clay deals three damage. Because it's one plus two damage. Yeah, with this. Yeah. yeah, So I'm saying the downside. The downside of the flyer is that it sits there and gets killed. This comes in, it, sit, it sits there. Oh, you, you, oh, you mean the flyer. You, already, right, yeah. yeah. So the flyer, I've the hated that Phoenix for that reason. This yeah. thing comes in and then does everything yeah. that would deal one damage, does the damage, and then it, they actually do combat damage, and it does damage again. But the only so worry is... You can is go that... from 
three creatures on board. Uh, they can go from how many, like, 12 life down to yeah. zero? Yeah. If you play this. Yeah. But I'm um, just worried that it costs four mana, you know? Like, I'm just worried that four mana is going to be too big for Cavalcade. Mm. I mean, it's a finisher. You don't play it unless you've already got a board. Yeah. Essentially, it's like an overrun, but red. <laughs> it's a yeah. red overrun, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, that's fair. Effective yeah. triggers on Cavalcade triggers as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. gross. Before yeah. you've actually dealt combat If they're damage. tapped out and they don't have any interaction, it's just it's gonna be over. Mm. I really I like this card. I want to build around it. Yeah. Um, I do really want to try like an is it build with this with Ooh, like, yep. visit, and then every oh. time you cast a spell, lightning bolt into the Ooh, place. That's but pretty good. It might yeah. be hard to pay off. But well, like if you've got, got to go. if you have. Niv Miz on the board and he's lived you've got 6 mana already at the very least so this is only mm. 4 mana then you can opt twice mm. I mean, I'm and you've done 6 I'm crushing the mana base of triple red triple blue mm. when you've only got shocks and temples mm. <laughs> no that's enough you play shocks temples and uh, evolving wilds that's incredibly yeah. slow mana base fable passage fable passage sorry that and doesn't sound like then, a land and from then on you've got gain life lands yep <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's definitely. I've been running those in elementals. Yeah, um, they were I mean, kind of, it's kind of necessary sometimes. Yeah. yeah, people have been doing that year these days. Yeah, throwing mm. a couple, couple, couple life minerals. I was playing some even yes. during last stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's just because Grixis was so so stretched. Right. Yes, so stretched. Well, to, so yeah. To be fair, they also see play in Scape Shift, mm. but mm. that's more because of. Yeah. That's because Scapeshift <laughs> plays four Field of the Deads and one of everything else. So they kind of have to fit it in there. So, yeah. so, should we move um, on to our personal top threes, or do you want to talk more about the other cycle? The I mean, the other cycle's one, there's a there's a triple black one, yeah. when enters the battlefield, under your control, each opponent loses a life. Yeah. Sorry, we never it or another black creature enters the battlefield. Uh, it loses a life, and you gain a life. Mm. Sacrifice another black creature, draw a card, tap and set, so tap, Sacrifice another black creature, draw a card, so you can only do it once a turn. Seems but very it, fair and balanced. It's, um, so it, it fills two roles, right. so there's already yeah. sort of a black-white, um... Aristocrats. Cre- yeah, aristocrats build yeah. that this could go into. It would have to be splashing the white, because of the black Yeah, triple black, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. well, and also it has to be a black creature for this to trigger. Um, but this yeah. could push that forward, and also there's a mono-black build that's been pretty good particularly in, like, the M20 event. Mm. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, that's really and if it's better in mono black than it does in aristocrats. Mm. The triple I, black seems really harsh on the mana. Well, I mean, aristocrats would only be splashing the white creatures anyway. You would be... So you'd be running things like Bontu mm. and Cruel Celebrant, but the Cruel Celebrant would be a splash. Mm. I think you'd be fine, because you'd be running the Fetch Lands, uh, the, the Fable Passage, um, mm. the Shock Lands... Yeah. Maybe you could afford like two temples, yeah, two life yeah, damage. You could, you could afford mm. two temples, yeah. Um, but I think I think if you're splashing the white, it's okay because like yeah. everything's gonna do kind of but, the same. But thing is anyway. the deck good if you're only splashing white as opposed to having white as your core? Is the question I think. I, I think black. I mean, mono, the deck's already bad. Mono black's already. The deck's already not tier one. <laughs> Aristocrats. Aristocrats is not. It's not. It doesn't get results. Need, Just play vampires instead. You don't want to be playing really any planes in your deck. Mm. Yeah. So how are you thing. gonna? How's your mana? Yeah. How much yeah. white can you actually put in there, without playing planes? Yeah. If you want to play a triple black spell. Yeah. It's it's got the same chain roller problem. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, but chain roller also did chain roller did see minor play. Yeah, because of the. Oh, yeah, because it was a a rogue. No. What 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 did they name with the, uh, the tribal land? 
Warrior, yeah, because it was a warrior tribal, that deck. It was slightly different. It, it got around because it was a warrior, which was a really strange list. So the benefit of this one in the um, in the Aristocrats deck is it's a free sack outlet and it also draws a card. Mm. Um, so there are other things that does that, but that's a possible thing there. But it is much better than a mono black deck, which runs um, creatures that you can get back to your hand from your graveyard, just for free, mm-hmm. um, and runs things like Dread Presence. Um which also is mono black synergy, um, and is quite aggro and strong. Um, mm. Then there's Gadwick the Wizened. Uh, he's X blue blue blue. Uh, he's a three three human wizard, legendary creature. When he enters the battlefield, draw X cards. Whenever you cast a blue spell, tap target non-land permanent and opponent controls. EDH pass. That's this. So it's this a commander. Is, That's it. So this is this is a brawl card. Yes. This mm. is a brawl card. Uh, I don't think it's any other card. Brawl or EDH. Yeah, maybe, yeah, EDH. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a you know, fun commander. Um, it goes infinite. Uh, you can also just win with it as well. If you, in mono blue decks in, in EDH, you can make infinite mana in so many ways. And then you just play Lab Man, and then you make infinite mana, and then you cast it and you win. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's just, yeah. It's, so, it's, it's very narrow in its, its thing. I don't think it's very fun, but it's cool. It's Windfall. It has, it has a bit zone. of versatility to a draw spell, so you can have either a creature or a draw spell, depending on how much money you've got and what you want to be doing. Creature or a draw spell? It's both. Well, yeah, okay, you can do both. But, yeah. like, if you've got heaps of mana and you want to draw cards, yeah. it draws you the cards if you just yeah. want to play a 3-3 three, three that taps things down because you're dying. Yeah. That. Um, it's not amazing no <laughs> um, and then the white one is Lyndon the Steadfast Queen triple white uh, legendary creature human noble vigilance whenever a white creature you control attacks you gain one life cool um, yeah. so that'll go in all those life I feel like we went downhill so there well. soul yeah. sisters level. Yeah. yeah soul sisters yeah. It's time, and Johnny's pride mates time to show. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've been pushing life game. Life game synergy has been in like four sets in a row now. You know, we, we laugh at that card, good. but you know it's gonna be a four of in like some pro tour top eight or something. Mm-hmm. There's the four mana four two, uh, from the new from the set where you, if you gain life you return it from your battle. Oh, the, 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 the Golgari one, right? Yeah, yeah. is that a f- that's, that looks pretty that's good? Life gain. Yeah, kind of. The Gugari one seems good. It's but, the hybrid uh, one, I'm pretty sure, right? So I guess you wouldn't say that was in your top three picks from the set, right? <laughs> no. 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 Right. Um, so that's the that's that cycle. Yeah. Well, I think it's all the cycles. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also double cross creature cycles. There's uh, hybrid mana cycles really for draft. Segue, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw you trying to do that, James. He was like, you wouldn't put that in your top three. Well, James, <laughs> what would you put in your top three? Let's wow. hear <laughs> I didn't catch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay. All right, James, you start us yeah, off. What's what's your top three? Give us, well, give us what you're excited to for. Go, I wanted to go for some some more fun. Or cool. not fun, but... Um, start us off, off in the jank zone. off the wall. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to try to become known as the jank guy. Oh, okay. I mean, I've produced one. <laughs> have you, have you given up on the spike life? <laughs> spike life's, you know, that's, that's for tournaments. Yeah, okay, that's fair, um, that's fair. So... All my cards are white. Okay. So that's not the jankiest color. Power level. Yep. <laughs> but all right. So this the first one I reckon has the most power level here mm-hmm. is um, Realm Cloaked Giant. It's an adventure card. So it's a on the adventure side. It's a three white white for destroy all non giant creatures. Um, you know how many giants going to be in standard? Right. There's going to be like none apart from this guy. Oh hey 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 Icarus. 
with the, the monster set coming up in two sets where you oh, build yeah, your own monsters, there be, might be some giants there's probably in there. Probably going to be giants. Yeah. There's beanstalk giants. Beanstalk Staple of mono green. The three minus seven yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. Better than Hearthstone. Oh. <laughs> three minus seven seven. Yeah. yeah, you laugh at that faceless menace or faceless. faceless? <laughs> That's how you turn yeah. that um, legendary into a six six on turn four. Right? Oh god, yeah. Play the three minus yep. seven seven. Um, so, uh, the creature side of it is a 7 mana 7 7 Vigilance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, what I see the play pattern with this card is you play it in blue white control um, in addition to time wipe, where you can go, you can cast your board wipe and then maybe a couple of turns down the line, you have a Teferi in play, you cast your giant and then you can return it to your hand with Teferi, draw a card, and now you've got more board wipes yep. going on. So, you're never going to run out of board wipes with this deck. You can also time wipe, oh, return your giant to your hand, man. and then also and then have another five mana wrath in your hand coming up. So I, I hope, reckon this, I reckon blue white could. I hope could you have, have a handful of five board wipes and your opponent's just bolting you. <laughs> You're like, come <laughs> yeah. on, play a creature. No, I, don't deal four damage to my face. <laughs> I think this is the only way that blue white can beat field of the dead decks. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, constantly recurring. Because they're that, constantly yeah. making zombies, and I mean, you have to deal with them. Uh, does the no the new Takatlion guard doesn't hit Field of the Dead, right? It doesn't no. Because other creatures? creatures, it just kind of slows them down. I'll talk about that card. Okay. Oh yeah, that's in your top three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I think that's one. definitely gonna see some play. It's it's like Fumigate, you know. It's it's gonna yeah. be here. But why yeah. why is Time White not seeing as much play these days? What's what's the reason it's for five that? Five mana. Well, yeah. Kai's Wrath is in right now, right. Mm-hmm. and Kai's Wrath is probably not gonna be. Because black white control is not going to be viable. Because the mana base is not going to support yeah. white white but... black black yeah. and also double blue right. all that other random stuff that and they no want to cast. You yeah. could play white black control, but, but it's no. it's there. But I don't think it's as powerful. So so do you think this this card's going to be C playing for about one season before we get our new dual lands and then Esper's going to come back with yeah, Kai's Wrath? Possibly, yeah. yeah. But it's a sweet card though, you know, I'm definitely going to die to that 7-7 seven, seven beating me one yeah, day. Yeah, like, it's really amazing that this this card is removal and a threat mm. at yeah. the same time. Strong it's removal. Good, like a quick Look up, is it a rare? It is a mythic rare. It's a, it's a mythic, okay, I don't have to worry about <laughs> that in uh, a draft. <laughs> no. no. Alright, so my second card yep. I want to talk about is Acclaimed Contender. I think this is the card that's going to make a knight tribal deck actually okay. good. So what's it do? Um, it's a 3 mana 3-3 three, three, and when it enters the battlefield if you control another knight right. you look at the top 5 cards of your oh. library and you can pick a knight an artifact <laughs> oh, a knight in equipment an aura or a legendary artifact. Yeah. So obviously you use the legendary artifact means you can find the knight payoff yep, mythic, true. mythic rare that cares about knights. Oh, but I don't man. think you play that card. Yeah. It's like, this is basically the, you know, the five mana vampire, four, four vampire. Yeah. This is basically that, but for knights. And it's, it's, it's like that uh, green guy as well, right? When you, it's a battlefield looking top cards and put something with two power or less put in your hand. It's like those kind of cards. Yeah. They're, they're good. Mishy Bugler or Mish, yeah. for goblins, you've got um, the four mana leader. One. Yeah. I died so hard to that last night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, it, these effects are strong. These effects are very good. Yeah. So, so I think that's it's a four mana, no three mana. Three mana three that's three. good. Yeah, that's yeah, on raid. It's a good stat yeah. line. It's gonna draw you a card pretty much most of the time if you're playing. No other abilities, no first strike, no, no nothing. nothing else like so, that. Yeah, but come on, it's but, a f- um, I mean, you've got free for cards. Yeah, and it'll go along with all the other good white knights. You've got you've got the two one when it dies, you get to put a counter on something. Yeah. You've got the lord, all that other good stuff. Like I think yeah. there's something there. 
Um, I'm not quite sure what build you have, but knights is gonna. Do you do you see knights in standard playing some equipments? Um, I really don't think so. No. I don't really know. Equipments haven't been playable for I don't know since like Mirrodin, yeah. and they kind of chickened out on equipment yeah. <laughs> since then. They they printed um, a lot of so like, Nahiri was an equipment payoff. They printed a fair amount of equipment payoffs on this, including that one. They haven't printed a lot of good equipments. No, because the they're scared. You know, it's it's a lot of recoverable value, and they just printed the Red Knight that makes equipment cost three less, which is going to be good in modern, but will it be good in standard because of the equipment ability? Probably not. And they just don't match, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. So let's move on to your third top third card. Third card, uh, is Hushbringer. You mean beautiful, luscious lips? Lips, lips, <laughs> lips. The card. Lips the card. Yep, it is a two mana one two flying life link and. Creatures entering the battlefield and dying do not cause abilities to trigger. Um, this is pretty much like, you know, Tukatli on a guard from from current standard, mm. but Stops it's math. got way better, well, way yeah. better abilities. Yeah. Tukatli on a guard was a 1-3, one, 1 and a white. Creatures entering the battlefield didn't trigger. Yeah. Has lost one point of toughness, gained flying, lifelink, and death metal stifle. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, and um, for... For a long time, I've been thinking that Boris Feather is probably still playable in Standard, but it was just kind of losing out on a few too many creatures. I think this card is worth playing in that deck. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you would just main deck to Catley on a guard in that deck, and this card is better. Yeah. So why not just play it there? And, you know, you're just endlessly recurring, like, plus, plus one, plus one counters with yeah. battle or whatever on it. It's going to get huge. It's going to gain you lots oh of life. Oh my god, yeah, the life gain. I think that's that's really what I wanted. It's one hundred percent going to see cyber play, and it's yeah, yeah it will see some like, mainboard play because it's it just still going to rate. Okay, so it doesn't stop Field of the Dead, no, but it does stop all the ramp that they have, like it the stopped. elemental, yeah, Prison Reef, Golos, and the zero three, when <laughs> and the, the top and, um, <laughs> and the Cavalier of Thorns, yeah, is another card oh, yeah. they use yeah. in that, those decks. So I think. Uh, it's going to be super relevant. It silences elementals a bit uh, as oh, well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elementals are shit scared of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Along with the fact that they printed no elementals in the set, this could really kill elementals. Yeah, yeah it's like, like Omnath. Omnath. Omnath's their main removal spell and just doesn't yeah. kill us. Um, yeah, so. Mm. I don't know what uh, how much death, death triggers are there in this. Just format. aftermath, really. Mostly like uh, aristocrats like Judith yeah. and. Um, so they, they kind like of were pushing, like you can see why they printed this because they were pushing for death riddle triggers in previous yeah. sets, like yeah. Tessa Carl doubled them and stuff like that. They printed a lot of them death during like the guilds mm. lot, but none of them, not many of them have made it big. All the cavaliers have death triggers. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh so yes. It's the most relevant so ones. it does stop the cavaliers yeah. and the god eternals. It's yes. all. I think it's, I think it's kind of a preventative measure as well. Like if so it's in the just, format, yeah, it means these cards can't break it. The so next set, the next yeah. set is going to be Theros Beyond Death. Mm. That's going to just be you know. Probably, there's going to yeah. be a lot of graveyard yeah. stuff, death effects or something probably in that set. So it's definitely for the cards we have now, and definitely for the cards coming up. Yeah, for mm. sure. Yeah. It feels it feels a little bit too strong. The only benefit <laughs> is that it dies to shock. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's balanced. Because Mono Red I will mean, come like, along and be like, yeah, you know. We'll shock right. it. Yeah, yeah, it's got life on so you definitely have to shock oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's getting life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah so, maybe if you just swing it with two do Wait, how, what's the power and toughness? It's a 1 2. It's a 1 2. Oh, I'm laughing if it was a 2 1 because it doesn't die to Chain Whirler. 
<laughs> the chain whirler comes down and it can't activate. But if, if it was, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah. if it was in the same set, if it was printed earlier in twenty or something, it can at least block your your cavalcade dudes mm. Mm. Um, yeah. quite well. So there's that. Yeah. It's really reminiscent of when Ravenous Chupacabra was taking over the format, and then everyone started playing to Cutler Gold yeah. to sort of to stifle stop the Explore Gold package, a little yeah. bit. And it was just it was brutal. Like there's nothing you can do about it yeah. if you're that sort of deck, mm. which. Seems bad for some of the decks uh, right there. Yeah. It's gonna be good. If you're playing white, you're definitely looking for a couple copies of those yeah. next pre release. Yeah. Yeah. This is a big main board and sideboard, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, James. We should just move down the line and uh, I'll talk about my top three. We'll keep on going. Yep. Uh, my top three is uh, well, initially there were three green cards, but I remembered that there was one other card that I want to talk about, and I'll talk about that first. It was the uh, red four mana enchantment. I don't have it on here, but could you find it for me? Uh, red four mana enchantment that does what? It uh okay, so lets you cast off for free. Um, I just want to know its name. Found it. Yeah, what's his name? Um, you. It's called Fires of Invention. Yeah. Uh, and you want to know what it does? Yeah, just read it out for people listening. So it's an enchantment. Three in a red. You can cast spells only during your turn, and you can cast no more than two spells each turn. You may cast spells with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of land you control without paying their mana costs. Now for this card, there's not a lot of buzz around it, but I think this card is broken. And I think this card is going to see a lot of play in a specific like rule or is it deck, I believe. I think it's going to be in an is it deck where you draw cards and play big things. Or in a gruel deck where you just play big fatties over and over again with like Chandra to draw cards or something. Because this card, you play it and then you can immediately play 4 mana Chandra. To set that up. And like if you play in the lower on the curve you play like lava coils and the new three damage exile card to just control the board, drop this, drop that, and then you're just kind of going off for the rest of the game. So I'm I expect that to be like a tier one point five deck at the very least. I'm gonna be surprised if it isn't. And if it isn't then I'm gonna build it and I'm gonna do my best with it. Um yeah. Well I it's basically the red wilderness reclamation. It right? is the red wilderness reclamation, yeah. And like it, the downside is that you can only cast stuff as sorcery, but with Teferi in the format, it's not even a downside because Teferi already makes you do it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's fine. And if you're the aggressor, playing a sorcery speed just isn't a problem. You know? You're the one who's mm. throwing down the threats that they have to answer. Yeah. And it, it's, it's going to let you play a lot of fun stuff. It lets you double spell really fast. Like, oh my god. It does yeah. also let you do activated abilities at instant speed. So I don't know if there's yeah. many of those. Yeah. But because the, the advantage is you play two spells and then you have mana left over yeah. activated. The most optimized deck will make the most out of it. Maybe maybe with adapt cards. Uh, adapt cards mm-hmm. again, you know? Adapt's time to shine. Uh, so the next card on my list is Once Upon a Time, which is one green. And if it's the first spell you've cast this game, you get to uh, cast it for free. It's an instant as well. And you look at the top five cards of your library and you may reveal a creature or a land card and put them into your hand. This is going to be in every green deck. Until rotation, mm. I think. Everywhere. Yeah. Just everywhere. Just everywhere. Like you it's can play it's playable for the rest <sighs> of time. Yeah. You just like you it. shave two lands and like two other cards and you just put four of these in. You just can't. I just want to play it in Microsoft Brand Deck. Like yeah. five Microsoft Brands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, you just you just play it in the non green deck and yeah. it's just like Mulligan makes your Mulligans look at eleven cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a combo enabler. It finds your lands early game. It finds your creatures late game. Yeah. It's free early game. Yeah. Um, At the very least, they could have made it a sorcery. Yeah, to it's make instant it fair, speed. It goes instant. in the flash deck. Like, 
The thing is, even if you're not casting it for free, it's yeah. still only two mana. So. It's an anticipate, you know? Well, it's better than anticipate, you know? It's it's just a good rate, you know? It could have been three mana to balance it, but no, they've pushed this card so much, and it's just going to see play Forever. subjects. have already played Bond of Flourishing, which yeah. um, kind of costs the same, mm. except it gains you three life. Yeah. And, and But this one's instant speed. speed. Right? And you can yeah. just casually cast it for nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, rules question. If you're going second, does your opponent have an upkeep where you can cast this before they play their first land? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah. yeah. player only skips their draw step on turn one. Yeah, they don't skip their upkeep. Right. Yeah, because the, it's slightly relevant if spell pierce was ever to be reprinted, you know, in, or other formats where mm-hmm. one mana interaction exists. Because like, if you if you know your opponent's doing that, maybe game two or game three, you want to get it in there before. Because it would suck if they play island and pass. You go okay, end step. I'll once upon a time and they spell pierce you. It was just not great. Mm. So it's good to know that there is a window before they get to play their land. However. If you don't know who you're going up against, you obviously don't want to do that because you want to have all the information, you know? You maybe want to find a creature that interacts with their board better or a specific land or whatever. Interesting thing. Broken card. Interesting thing to know about this card. Uh, Rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Uh, For ages, wizards started printing random order. Yeah. Because, so random order is slightly annoying for paper magic because in competitive, it's like a bit iffy if you're like shuffling two cards and you have to split it. It's not really random. (laughs) Um, But... Putting it in any order. Oh no, it is random order. Yeah. Ignore that. Cut no, it out. Ignore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you never cut it. Any you do bring up a good point though, because this sounds. This is just creature and land, but with adventures, you can get murderous rider with this. Yeah. So you can get sorceries and instance with it as long as they're adventure cards. So in a Golgari shell again, this can grab adventure. Uh, no, sorry, murderous rider when you need it. Like it's. I don't know, this card's so busted. And uh, the last card on my list was just Gilded Goose. Uh, everyone was so excited for Lanarals to rotate. They thought, yay, finally, a standard without a one-mana dork. And they printed Gilded Goose again. And who knows if it's going to be as good as Lanarals. We'll see. You will see. It, it needs can take food. Yeah, it can make its own food, so it kinda, it's kind of like a very bad mana vault. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay into it to, to ramp a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, we'll see. But I think that there's going to be a lot of decks out there that make the most out of Gilded Goose. So, that's my top three. Uh, my top three, we've talked about one of them already. So I had Tobran, um, Throne of the Redfall, which was the four mana, triple red. Yeah. Um, add two damage to whatever. Ah, uh, well. Flame account of a creature. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, my second one was Merchant of the Vale. Um, and this has Haggle on it. So, um, Haggle is the haggle. instant... What a car. I'm going to cast Haggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting name, but so it's a one red um, instant. You may discard a card if you do draw a card. So uh, it's kind of a comparison to Faithful Suiting, except yeah. super bad. Um, Unless you're dredge. Yeah, mm. it's kind of good for a dredge deck. Mm. Um, I'm excited to try it with like an Is It Phoenix build on standard. Hopefully, like discarding a Phoenix, uh, we'll see how the deck actually does. Mm. But there's a new possible. instant speed tormenting voice, you know? Mm. You could put the deck together. Yeah, so there's enough to maybe get some of the pieces together. And Opt is reprinted as well, so mm. we'll see. And just in modern, at least it's something that's one mana. Yeah. It's red. Yeah. So some relative replacement. You play two like Neonates and two of that, maybe? Mm. Who knows? Well, you know, that card is going straight into modern Dredge. Yeah. Mm. And the creature is actually not too bad either. Like, you have activated ability. Yeah. Just keep dredging as much as you want, paying yep. three mana each time. So is, the isn't there, a, isn't there a lot of turns in dredge where like you do the whole dredge stuff you get stuff back but you don't actually have much to do with your mana 
Yeah, well, yeah. Usually you don't. You have yeah. Like three. So Richard doesn't cast anything, right? Yeah. Richard puts everything in for free. They don't cast things yeah. after, like, turn three. So then you can activate the guy and get more Drudge yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. So the creature is a two mana red. Um, and you can pay two mana and red, discard a card, and then draw a card. Yeah. <laughs> on a 2-3 body it's not so. a tap ability it just yeah. just do as much as you want yeah. what the fuck discard your dredger dredge so immediately it's yeah it's good yeah it's gonna be pure gas this, I find this so interesting especially because it comes right after Faithless Looting everyone's like because mm. like Faithless Looting's a bit strong and then this is fixed in many ways except it's obviously it's better for dredge they've uh, you only discard so you discard first then you only draw one um, it is, it's instant speed, which I feel like is a real advantage, and they obviously had to put some sort of card advantage on it, because, like, discard draw and you pay, and you use a card to do it, a severe card disadvantage, mm. so they stuck a creature on the back of it, which is worse for, like, Phoenix decks, and pretty much every deck is worse mm. for flash, worse than flashback, you want flashback rather than this, so it feels like they've really tried to fix Faithless Looting. Yeah. Makes you wonder how long they were trying to, they were planning on banning Faithless Looting for. Because yeah, they, they, they couldn't print this if Faithless Looting Yeah, it does around. make you wonder because yeah. of the banning, maybe the playtest team were playing with this and that and they just realized, oh no, Judge is broken. we got to do the ban first and hit the other decks as well while yeah. you're at it. The fact this is instance really interesting. Yeah. So for some decks, it's quite an advantage mm-hmm. being able to do it. Like we said, play my mountain, see what you're doing, then I'll discard and draw. Yeah. But for a Phoenix deck, it actually just seems like a straight. Like the instant doesn't really matter for much, so mm. yeah. seeing might, one less card can be quite relevant. It might push Phoenix more towards like an instant speed controlling deck though, mm. so it might then be you make don't Phoenix able to so. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and I mean, I mean you can't flash it back late game to mm. get your Phoenixes because it's a creature. Mm-hmm. We'll see yeah. if it's good enough to make is it Phoenix and standard decent. Yeah. And also, it's interesting because it's. It's a, it's a spell, but it doesn't pump crack and drag even in Excel because it's on a creature. Yeah. The creature yeah. is the card type. Mm-hmm. So it, it just sucks for crack and drag Phoenix in both standard and modern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's instant is making me like really want to do this with Dredge because you can counter a surgical extraction with this. Ooh! So you, oh. they try to surgical one of your dredges and you oh. instant dredge speed it dredge it away and it spell fizzles. Um, usually when they're surgicaling a dredger, though, it's like not. It's like a desperation yeah. thing. Like, they would really want to hit your payoffs rather than dredges. But, you know, it's a thing. Like, if they want to turn two... It would happen in the turn history two, of magic. Turn two and you have your only one dredge card in the yard and they're like, oh, I can surgical that and they'll have no gas and then you just... Yeah, yeah. I definitely cycle. scoozed away dredge cards mm. that you could save yeah. with this. Yeah, I can save dredges with that. Mm. Yeah, so it's like... I, I think that's where it's probably When you play Neonate, it's sack, discard a card... And then when the ability resolves, you draw. So yeah. you, you do that. So in response to the ability resolving, you can surgical, right? But this one, you, the, the payment is only red. And then when it's resolving, you discard the board, right? Yeah, you may discard so you can, that. So you, you can't interrupt with surgical. Nope. Yeah, there's a yeah. bit of a buff. Yeah. Surgical's broken because it's... Surgical's so got some, <laughs> a little bit less... less Pay some respect red. to surgical. It's the only thing that saved us from Hogak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying it saved us from Hogak okay. is... Okay. Yeah. It stopped Hogak from like... It probably would have been think, worse without I think, surgical. I think you should be thanking Leyline of the Void. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not everyone can play Leyline. Yeah. So, some people have to play surgicals. Alright, so look what's your third card on your list. Uh, so, the third one is Drown in the Lot. So, mm. it's uh, oh, uh, no. one blue, one black. Um, so, it's counter target spell um, with converted mana cost equal to the number of cards in, your, in an opponent's graveyard. Less than or equal. Or less than. Yeah, less than or equal to. 
And then you can also destroy target creature with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of cards in that so opponent's graveyard. Good in modern, so. fantastic in mill. Mm. Yeah, I really bad against to... Tron. <laughs> yeah, well, you say it's bad against Tron, but if you are like a mill deck, yes, like, playing Tron, like you can counter Ulibog. Yeah, so it's somewhat relevant. Yeah, could you counter a turn? Could you ever counter a turn three card with mill with this card? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can blink the unthinkable. Glimpse the unthinkable. Turn two. Yeah. Turn three. Get it ready. If you're on the play. Yeah. If you're on the yeah. play. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Ah. That's it. <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Or, or actually, no. Turn two, you have to um, mind break trap them. Yes. Is that mind, mind break trap? Yep. Is oh, that the right, right one? Yeah. Well, this is also... But the Tronda, they don't play uh, Fitches. No, they play Expedition, mate. And, oh, true. And, okay, um, okay. And what's it called? Um, Sylvan, Sylvan Scrying. Yeah. Is it what's the text on Mind Break Trap? If they've searched, if, if they've searched their library, if they've searched their library, library. Oh, and it's yeah. mill, mill Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could also see just playing this in like a little like control deck in yes. modern, 100%. because this is modern. Like, there's going to be a lot of cards in the graveyards anyway. Yeah. So they fetch you one turn mm. one discard spells like mm. the land. The as long as it's got three cards, you can counter spell anything, mm. and then you just go up. I you even just match like, it. I even though this mm. is standard because oh, the yeah. flexibility of destroying something later. Like you just you just hold on to it. It's like a twelve got, like, some when you kill the other stuff. Mm. Well, because yeah. in control Grateful you're like definitely that. running board wipes. Yeah. Anyway, like if there's not creatures to board wipe, you're not using this anyway. Yeah. Mm. So you you know you ritual soot. Yeah. Or there's a new black one for creatures, and then you know next thing you know you can kill their four. Oh yeah, the the, the the tribal one. Yeah, That's gonna one. see play as well. If nicer, and Golgari, thing, modern deck. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Screw you humans, screw you spirits. Oh man. Because yeah. like, blue black is strong and the the, the the reason why blue black hasn't existed is because why would you play blue black when you can play Esper? Yeah. And now you can't so it's going to split into blue white and there'll be some blue black mid-rangey control thing with Claude Erasures and all the yeah. all the um, cards from guilds. Mm-hmm. I'm quite glad it's splitting up Esper to be honest. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I actually think this card is going to make a mid-range modern deck with blue in it playable. Mm-hmm. Because for a while people have been trying to play Sultai, yep. and it's just always been a flop, and I think this card is kind of what they've been missing, yeah. a cheap counter slash kill spell. It practically is just counter spell and modern now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it can do both too. Yes. The fact. The mm-hmm. fact that it can do yeah. both, yeah. If you're, if you're falling behind the early game and it misses the counter spell later on, yeah, it'll be its kill spell, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, if you crack two features, you can counter their two up. Oh, well, if you're both yeah, yeah, cracks yeah. two Which features. they would in modern, yeah. unless they're playing Monocolor or Tron. Mm. But yeah, it's just good, yeah. Yeah. Well, Death Shadow is guaranteed to be a target for that, right? Yes. Because they've always got one fetch or yeah. something in the yard. So, yeah, it's it's going to start as a four of, I think, with people, and then maybe they'll peel it back to main, two sideboard, or just whatever. You will, yeah, we'll see where it goes. I'm main decking now, Spellborn, as we speak. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you, Luke. Steph, what's in your top three? Uh, so, my top three is we'll start with the spiky good one uh questing beast yeah no one no one's no one's mentioned yet um, i dare you to read the card without seeing it <laughs> we'll be here for a while yeah uh so questing beast two and two colors green green uh vigilance death touch haste we'll start with that that's already Wait, it's a four four vigilance death touch haste yeah it has death touch why not what? <laughs> it has death touch? I didn't even know that. I thought it had vigilance haste. Why does it have death touch? What's the I fact? Like, like, I uh, like we'll just give it extra keywords. Chuck the ball. Oh like... my god. At least it's not trample. Oh, you can't even block it with yes. a big thing. Oh, oh my god. Okay, keep going. <laughs> vigilance death yeah. touch haste 4-4. Four, four. Already, already good. Oh. 
Can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. Excellent. <sighs> Combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. So good by fogs. Fuck you, protection. Yeah. Um, the fact that it interacts with protection is really important, and people are going to trip up on that in the next yeah, two months. Yeah, I can see a lot of feathers dying to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I just hate feather. And then there's more. Uh, when they're requesting base deals, combat damage to opponent that deals that much damage to target target planeswalker that player controls. So yeah. So this you no longer have to decide which to attack. You just go take the player. Yeah. So the reason yeah. why I like this is because my biggest complaint of planeswalkers is that they wizards' philosophy is now they all come down big. So they all there's not like a single planeswalker I don't think that comes down except and picks up to less than four. Except for the tick down ones. Yeah. Except, except for the uncommons yeah. and like, but all the rare ones tick oh up. All the mythics tick up. They've nerfed them and they made them fat. Yeah. Mm. Well. They give them five loyalty anyway most of the time. Yeah. yeah. So. So, but so they've, they've nerfed their abilities, but they just make one, two, so two or something, but they're fat. most things come down and tick up yeah. to four. Almost everything ticks up to at least five. Yeah. Liliana ticks up to seven. Because yeah. um, Keftit's a four or five, right? Garrick starts at six, right? Oh, no. And then he oh. makes blockers, and then mm. those blockers buff him up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every, he's a, he's everything a, expensive is big. Yeah. Well, like, it, like it's ridiculous, because, like... I, my opponent plays like a Kefnet and then I play a Chandra and it takes up to five and I feel safe. That's not that's not how that should work. A Kefnet should be able to punch Chandra no matter what. But the fact Chandra, yeah, these... Chandra Accolade of Flame is a rare. Yeah. She comes down at four. Yeah. She can make elementals for zero, or then she can for zero put a low to counter on itself. So she's if you five. roll the dice Three correctly. Three mana, five mana, <laughs> <laughs> you um, change the dice correctly. So that, mean, that means for gameplay, <laughs> what happens is if you don't have planeswalker <laughs> removal, okay. if you don't have planeswalker removal and you've got creatures, yeah. then you have to send your creatures at the planeswalker, Massive otherwise they're going to get, uh, yeah. yeah, otherwise they're going to get advantage, advantage, yeah. advantage. Um, they might have blockers. They they take some of your smaller creatures out with it. You're not hitting them in the face because you're too busy taking their planeswalkers. They play another planeswalker that you didn't have to kill with those creatures. Um, it's really hard for especially uh, like green to do it because green doesn't destroy planeswalkers fight anymore. Them. Wizards have stopped doing that. They can only fight and attack. Yeah. So this is a real nice uh, way to still be hitting face and not lose tempo and also take out planeswalkers. And it's also really good against Teferi because it comes down the turn. Uh, so on the if you're ramping or if you're on the draw on the play, it comes down the turn after Teferi. It hits them for four on the for four face and also hits Teferi. Yeah, it's yeah, destroys um, it before Teferi can bounce it. Um, because of the haste. But bouncing doesn't even matter because it's a creature with haste, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why the haste is good because Teferi just bounces everything. <laughs> if it was a four mana four four with vigilance, death touch haste. It would see play. The reason why you can't attack uh, the fairy is because it bounces something or it puts itself up to more loyalty than you can kill it with yeah. because your things are so tiny. Like, yeah. you can either play one big thing or two small things that can't kill it. Um, so this is a nice counter for Teferi, and I really like it for that reason because I hate Teferi. Um, so my second one is, uh, ironically, a Planeswalker. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> Stiff! Um, I wanted to talk about Oko just because... Which is now going to die at a questing base. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. I like, I I think Oko's a, a weird one. I think he's either going to be really good or he's just going to be um, a bulk rare. He's got a lot of jank playability and I don't know if this jank is actually going to be good. So he does a lot of things, he can do a lot of things with, um, by turning things into 3-3s. So he can either be removal for your opponents late game or he can turn, 
um, your own things into three threes, and if it's things like Hydro Crisis, if it's anything with counters on, they'll just get bigger. So, so Hydro Crisis, yeah, Nissa Lands, um, Nissa Lands and, and Dread, Dread Horde, Horde Invasion Legions. Zombie Tokens. Yeah. If you play Dread Horde Invasion and then you play Oko, you get a 4-4 four, four every turn. Um, it's a plus. So Oko, re- Oko is two one... Two pluses. Yeah, so Oko is one green-blue, plus two creative food token, plus one target artifact or creature loses all abilities and becomes a green elk creature with base power and toughness 3-3. Three, three. And for negative five, you can exchange control of target artifact or creature you control and target creature and opponent controls with power three or less. So you take something small of your opponent's, probably in exchange for a food token that he has made. I'm, I'm pretty underwhelmed by that ultimate, but that's how I feel now. I'm sure that's going to be actually really gross. I don't think the ultimate is his point. No, like, but I it's, think it's the, a benefit. It's a, the fact like, that he's got two tick up means that he has let's to Let's say you're going up against Mono Green, though, you know, and they play the triple green guy, and now it's like a 9 9 for some reason. You're like, I'm going to give you this food token. I'm going to take your 9 9. Yeah. <laughs> like, it can happen, totally. And there's some strong 3 mana stuff out there. Like, is, is uh, a thief to the 2 2 that hits face, and that's the one that's Well, notably, it, like it takes Crisis. Takes Crisis, yeah. Um, it takes things like Risen Reef. Yes. Um, which is just card advantage. Yeah. It takes. Um, it can take lands. It can take. Art- <laughs> <laughs> it, it can't artifact or creature. Well, uh, I mean a creature land. Oh, a creature yeah, land. Yeah, 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 land. I will take that. Thank you very much. It'll be untapped as well, ready to block as vigilance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, they, yeah. I feel like if food is actually useful, this card would be really good because oh, you can just make food tokens for yeah, free. Yeah. But the food. It's gonna it's gonna start off as a simic deck, but as we have more lands, it's probably mm-hmm. expensive. Like. Yeah. Um, another thing colors. is it works with it works with Gilded Goose and it could also work in a salt deck that runs off food tokens mm-hmm. and where the negative five is just incidental. Yeah. And just taking whatever you can. Oh absolutely. I yeah. don't think it needs the negative five to be good because I think it's just, just turning, Hold on, it says artifact, right? Uh no, exchange control of target artifact creature you control with target creature and opponent. Oh controls. okay, okay, damn it. I thought I thought I thought you could use wishing well, give it to them and then take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Yoink <laughs> Wishing well, that's that's another card that's gonna be broken though. Yeah. Wish wish claw. Oh well, yeah, wish claw has one. Sorry, not wishing well. Sorry, wish claw yeah, has one. The yeah. black one and a black for an artifact. Yeah. You tap it, um, for and it you let you tutor for a card in your deck. Right into your hand, and then your opponent gains control. Yeah, of it. you can only activate it as a sorcery. Yeah. So, if you play with the the key mm. voltaic key, you can you have two voltaic keys. Mm. You can just tutor up three cards. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So yeah, Oko, if food is good, definitely. It's just going to be good. Yep. But if food's not good, it's not going to be good. Just like energy was. I think it could still see play without food being amazing. Yeah, you think, I, yeah, you think so? I think, I think I it'll be think in, it'll in be those builds where it buffs things I think yeah. he's really bad when you're behind. Mm. Like, um, insanely bad. Like, I don't think yeah. make turning something into a... Like, turning like a questing beast into just a rank a 3-3 vanilla isn't good enough. If I think it depends what sort of deck you are. I think if you're... If you're like shitting out blockers yeah. then it's fine so I think I like this in elementals which lacks removal mm. so I think this is the card that you will play to kill the thing that you liked the one two oh, yeah, turn off ETBs mm. so I think that's all to kill all. it well to turn it into a three three to turn it into a three three yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's a three three it's not a problem you block but, uh, it with your heels it's, it's, it's not a, we, we have a couple of those cards already in Simic and, they, and I, I thought they were great but they're just not mm. seeing play right now like the split cards. As because I just really want to see a Everything token deck. Simic is seeing play. Yes. Well, Simic is seeing play in a way that doesn't need removal. No. Because you have to answer it first. Yeah. Which is why I think this deck's going to be bold. The thing with Oko is he's got lots of really appealing combos. 
but nothing more beyond that. He's yeah. not good on his he own. Need, he needs a which like, is slight kind of a, deck, which makes a him, major downside. Yeah. yeah, it makes him not a spike card and not like a, a good He doesn't like yeah, a he's, a, he's a utility card. He lets yeah. you gain life eventually. I really like him with hero and I really like him with Dreadhorde Invasion. Oh, with hero. Yeah, Ooh. turn two hero, turn three, play Oko and you now have a 3-3 three, three instead of a 1-1. One, one. There's going to be, at the end of this season, the next year, there's going to be a five color deck based around Oko. And they just make one ones in all the colors, and then he's just, he's just buffing them up. It's called we'll call it Oko's gym. <laughs> You've seen the art for him, you know. He he, he, he can knows, take a class. He works out well. Oh, he's yeah. a shapeshifter, so he oh, probably sure. doesn't. Okay, you're right. Actually, <laughs> he just he just he opens just, up a fitness magazine and just yeah. emulates that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. My last card is Clackbridge Troll. Um. So this is three black black for a creature troll. It's an eight eight. It has Trample and Haste. Um, when it enters the battlefield, oh. target opponent creates three zero white go creature tokens. And then at the beginning of combat on your turn, any opponent may sacrifice a creature. If a player does, tap Clackbridge Troll, you gain three life, and you draw a card. Now I heard the last iteration of this card did pretty well in standard. Yeah, Desecration Demon. Yeah. That was um, at the beginning of your upkeep. Uh, no, huh? no. It? no, it was beginning of every combat. That's yeah, why it was your so stupid. Because your opponent's combat. <laughs> your opponent had to sacrifice a creature. Yeah. But it wasn't a random token, it was like an actual creature. Yeah. Um, to, to like, unless there were plenty of tokens deck. Yeah. I don't know. But that that card was really only. It didn't see play until Devotion came in. Yes. Because it was a really strong card with two blacks. And, yeah. Uh, and this card's pretty similar. You can put it in the mono you black do. shell. Yeah. It's really it's better than Desecration Demon in that you draw cards when they sacrifice. Oh my god. So, yeah. yeah, so everyone too. so everyone's really down on this card. No one thinks it's gonna be good. Um it's like one of the cheapest rares on MG Goldfish. Really? It's sitting at about a dollar. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's um I think because like they have printed a lot of like particularly demons yeah. um that do this where they come in and then you give people you give your opponent stuff and then they can like offset your demon for a few turns and usually in those turns you die yeah um which makes it not so good i think this goes i think this goes in a really aggro deck so i think this goes in the mono black deck or possibly mm. maybe like a golgari deck so yeah i'm slightly worried about this card just if you're playing it on an aggro build you're giving your opponent three creatures i so i think you're okay with that because if you're playing an aggro build they're down to like hopefully like about 10 life maybe like 12 not probably not more than that um, you're not giving them three, you're giving them two because they immediately have to tap this down. And then immediately replaces itself by drawing a card, which is great yeah, for an aggro deck. Draw your card, lose for that. You're still attacking with your other creatures that you've hopefully played. Um, they either have to chump block with the goat, so they save a little bit of life, and there's one less goat mm. to chump to, to sacrifice to this. Um, or they save the goat and they're still taking the damage off your other creatures, and then every turn they're giving you another card, which will hopefully. Yeah be an attacker you, you're gaining life and then eventually it's, this is just going to get off. it's not a legendary you can chain them you can play another one next <laughs> yeah, turn and yeah. another one next turn and then play cry and then just kill them then the, the one problem with this one is it's competing for a lot of slots so you've got like Bontu in the same slot Bontu doesn't see play though I, I think it, uh, I think it could in mono black so I think okay. what mono black needs to be competitive mm. next standard is that finisher that and this one is a lot of damage and draws you mm-hmm. card advantage to mm-hmm. keep going. Um, well, so I think I'll, if it's a dollar, I'm definitely gonna try to pick up some of the pre-release. <laughs> That's uh, that card seems really good. Yeah. So. So what's your worst case scenario? You play this, 
they immediately doomblade it or whatever whatever the spell of the time of the day yeah. is. You get they have three goats now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, the worst that's case. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Is it does the text say whenever your opponent sacks a creature or is it due, because of that ability? Uh, if it's from no, if a player sacks the goat or sacks a creature, oh, sacks a creature? On, your com- on your combat on your combat it's yeah. specifically for, on your for, combat for this, yeah. from that trigger from that trigger yeah. oh okay I was gonna say you can play against Gakar it's like a spirit <laughs> I'll draw a card it's like a spirit I'll draw another card and then you mill me <laughs> yeah cause it's pretty good in EDH with like a lot of sack stuff going on but you know I think the reason why I like that cause that is the, that's the biggest downside the reason why I like this in aggro is I think you're curving up to things that cannot be cannot be left there. Um, yeah. So in that case, hopefully they'll kill your four drop, and then you play this, and they go, "Oh shit." Yeah. Um, it could. It, it's not always going to work out like that, and that could be the downside that kills this card. But I'm mm. hopeful and optimistic. All right. Well, thank you everyone for sharing your top three. Uh, we'll quickly move on to the next topic about decks we're going to build for the next set. So you mentioned. All right. Well, I mentioned I'm really excited about Boris Feather. Um, the one thing I'm sad about, obviously, is Reckless Rage being rotating. Yeah. Um, Very important card. Yeah. I do not think you can go Naya in order to get Domri's Ambush and um, Season of Growth because of the mana base. So it's a Boros. Yeah, it would be Boros because, yeah. well, essentially, Feather is costs red white white yeah. and then another white for god's willing <laughs> true you're not wrong you don't want to cast her if you don't have that specific yeah. mana so um yeah that's that's basically what i'm going for and i think can there be a mono white gold um not mono white but like with yeah, a bit like, of red yeah well, well you like... definitely want dreadhorde arcanist oh okay yeah you're right yeah and maybe some it's, some it's losing some... reckless rage which was a big part Reckless of the... Oh, yeah, you've yeah. still got... Yeah, that, that's a big thing. You've still got shocks, which is like, okay. Yeah. Um, not the same. Not the same. But, you know, maybe you could fill out with something else, more combat tricks. I don't know. It, yeah. won't, it won't be quite as nuts as it was, but maybe maybe it's still... Maybe you don't need them other... if you just kill your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> the other reason why you have to play um, more red is because you want to play 10th District Legionnaire. Yeah, yeah you're on right. Two, yeah. Which is white red. Um, beyond that, I'm pretty certain that there's going to be some sort of Field of the Dead, Field of the Dead Golos list. That's not a very exciting though to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's going to be it's going to be around for at least week one. Yeah. I was keen for a Hero of Precinct one list, maybe Bant, mm. so that you can play Oko and do that combo, <laughs> or possibly still Esper because you don't lose many of those multicolored creatures that you were playing mm. before. But this is going back to what I was going to talk about mostly, which is the new mana base. And I think it's just not... I Previously, I thought it wouldn't be good enough to support three colors, but there is Fabled Passage now, which helps quite a lot. It basically means that every every deck has a fetch. Is Fabled Passage going to be insanely expensive? Because it's like a... It's got dual land that every deck wants to play. Yeah, yeah. So just... I think if you're playing more than one color, you're playing a playset. Oh, I think it's, it's going to go two, one of two ways. One, it's going to be incredibly expensive because it's going to be in almost every deck. Or cheap because it's bad. Two, it's going to be mid-cost because it's not in all the spiky decks, but it's suddenly going to be amazing for every jank list, yep. every deck that's trying too hard for their mana base, and it's also going to be that sort of card that you want to buy if you're building a lot of... If you've got like two or three decks and you don't want to like buy all the shocks and stuff mm-hmm. you just buy a favorite passage and it goes in all of them yeah. it's also, also highly EDH yeah it goes in every EDH oh, yeah. deck oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> also yeah. EDH and brawl <laughs> uh, there's no situation where this card is cheap 
No, I don't it's think so. It's currently like, yeah, it's like yeah. T. I think it's, this is going to be the If they change the rules of Magic where you can't play more than three lands, then, then it would be cheap, mm-hmm. but that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's the only case it'll ever be cheap. This yeah. line, yeah, it's a chase card. So, modern. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's bad and modern. Don't play... It. So, I think most of the time you're going to yeah. stick to two-color decks. Yeah. You really can't play three-color or you're going to get overrun by mono-red. Do you know what's really good, though? This card in Postmodern with Fatal Push... It's very oh, yeah. excellent. Triggers yeah. revolt. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tireless tracker. No one, no one except for Christchurch. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's postmodern, but it's going to be amazing in postmodern. Yeah. All right. So is that all you want to build? That's really what I'm, I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's quite simple. I want to build Cavalcade because it's cheap and it's probably going to be strong. I want to build Mono Green, but oh my god, that deck's going to be expensive. It's got so many mythics. It's I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford such a jank deck unless it's tier one. <laughs> and then uh, because of today's spoilers, I want to play Demir Mill because they just released didn't say please today, which is the most ridiculous name for a counter spell, but it's so perfect. And it's an, it's a functional reprint of counter spell mill the top three cards. And there's a lot of mill in this set, so I think, and mill is my favorite archetype. So I might try and build a Demir Mill deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll Cancel a minor upside. Minor upside, it kills them. It kills them. It's like bolt to their library. You know, think about that. Mm. Think about playing burn, but your opponent starts with sixty life. That's well, that's, that's actually, what... when you think about it, if they're drawing seven cards, they're actually starting at fifty three. Fifty three, yeah, so exactly. It's not and every quiet. turn they take one damage. Yeah. yeah. So this does like what one eighth exactly. of their life. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. And you can run eight of them now. So Which the counter like... spells from the set are all really exciting. We didn't talk about it, but mystical dispute, um, the two and a blue. Cost two as if you're targeting a blue spell. Mm. Yep, Instant that's... sideboard card for every blue deck against control. At least a two off yeah. in a control meta. I, think, yeah. I really like it. Teferi's yeah. still my favorite. No, but no, no, but this yeah, kills but Teferi. teferi. Yeah, you leave the one blue off. The only spells that are good are the ones that hit Teferi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, what about you, Luke? You, you, you're a little stuck. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Esper for quite a while, and I don't really like it post-rotation. <laughs> I'm also kind of getting bored with it. So I want to try and build something fun like around Is it? So the library is at Phoenix or something like that. Why don't you just do I'm mono not... black? Um, what's the six mana artifact that you play? Uh, Bolus's Citadel. Do, uh, do yeah. mono black Bolus's Citadel. <laughs> that could be fun. Uh, yeah. Equally, I've played with that card a bit too much yeah, now. Fair so. enough. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for something is it based because yeah. I love is it and I want to try and have Mizzet again. I think about so. you as it is it player. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy playing is it. It's like your 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 hoodie. It's mm. kind of kind of is it? Kind of is it? Yeah. So yeah. Or I'm just reading out. Yeah, when I think about is it, I think about uh, well, the new card is an improbable alliance, blue and a red for an enchantment. Whenever you draw your second card for the turn, Narset. you make a one-one flyer. Narset. Yeah, Narset. Narset. <laughs> Narset. It's, 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 is it? It's a two-mana enchantment. And what color is the flyer? It's a blue creature. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What? It's a one-one one blue fairy creature, with flying. And you can pay six to draw a card and mm. discard a card. Yeah, I really just want to try the combination of Mid Lizard and Tobrain. Yeah, um, that's what <laughs> they're yeah. every time. Because, um, like, it harkens slightly back to Bitter Blossom. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, a wee bit. I don't like if you just cast a cantrip every turn. Yeah, which you will. Which Mid-Lizard. you can. Yeah. Which you can just literally do. Yeah. Now, set is a problem, but I don't. Well, unless blue white control specifically yeah. is a thing in standard, Narset won't be really. And you got that new two mana card that deals three damage to a planeswalker, which kills Narset after it's took down one. So like, yeah. it's not impossible to, to to do your thing. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it could be a thing. Yeah. 
Sign we'll off, Luke. What about you, Steph? What are you building in uh, the next standard? Well, I was hoping Elementals was going to like carry on through. Yeah. But for aforementioned reasons, it's pretty, it's pretty questionable. Shh, hush. <laughs> no more on that. Because, <laughs> uh, well, it didn't get any Elementals in this, which is the, the main problem. It's like, it's strong without this set. But once the set comes in, there's going to be a lot more power. Yeah. Just in. And it might not fit in the meta. There's the little lips guy. Um, lips guy. <laughs> oh, those darn lips. <laughs> um, so, I'm kind of looking towards mono black and mono green, which I think they're both going to be quite aggro-y. Um, mono, mono green might be a bit mid range, but um, they're going to have some good cards, which I've kind of talked about. Um, and I think I think mono green could be quite strong enough. It's not strong enough by the time we get to Theros, so it's definitely oh, yeah. going to be a dead. Oh, for sure, for sure. And it's yeah. going to keep getting bigger with Ikoria. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for that. Let's quickly wrap up with uh, just some magic news that came out today. Uh, everyone here familiar with the 12-win event that's coming up? Not really. Not really? No. Okay, so <laughs> here, here I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. So uh, when Eldraine comes out, there's going to be a really cool event where uh, over the weekend you can play with the entire collection unlocked. You, you get every single card. However, you can play 12 times. So during those, you can change your decks, you can build new decks, you can net deck, whatever you want. You can, it's an opportunity to try whatever you want. It's amazing. Uh, then the next weekend, they bring back the event, and you can build. You get the entire collection again. However, you can only enter this event once. And if you go 12 wins before you get two losses, your prize is a single copy of every single card in Standard. You just need to go 12-1 or 12-0. That's it. Now, it's um, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, there's, there's incremental rewards. So if you go 11 wins, you get one card of every card in Eldraine, and then there's a oh, lot I of didn't cards. Oh, I didn't know that. That yeah. makes that a lot better. Yeah, so 10, 9, 8. Because you want to get as far as you can to get more cards. It's, yeah. Like, it's very feasible to go sort of 7 wins. Yeah. Seven, 7 wins is sort of yeah. pushing it, but okay. And I think that gives you like a big wins, package of wild cards. people are going to be able to do that. Yeah. So it's going to be... I'm really glad Wizards is doing this, and it's going to be really fun to do. And I hope one of us gets wow. to 12-1. I wonder how many people in the world are going to get 12-1. I know, right? It just seems ridiculous. It seems like... I, just just mathematically, it's very unlikely. Really unlikely. And, which made me think, if you go 12-1, they should just give you the whole damn standard. Why is it one <laughs> copy of every card in I standard? Mean, that's a really it should just be the whole... St- Come on, you went 12-1. Come on. Is it like 1% to go 6-1? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming 50%. Every, so. yeah. every card... Ever. Yeah. yeah, and don't, don't yeah. Although, your matchups are going to get harder and harder because they're going to pick you up against better players. I wonder, mm. it's probably not legal in the terms of conditions, but I wonder if you could sell your account if you did. For example, let's say <laughs> you go 12 1 and you win, you win a copy of every playset. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you could probably sell your account on Amazon. You're not gonna place it though. You just get one card. Oh yeah, yeah. But if it was a place set, that's probably why they didn't do it. Yeah, if yeah. you did a play set, you could probably sell your arena account I mean, for like five hundred bucks. One card's still a good starter account, but I know how big the market is for yeah. that. Yeah. So that's coming up. We'll probably make a video about it. We'll probably <laughs> Don't make a video. Terms of use. Yeah, yeah. That too. <laughs> uh, we're probably gonna go zero. Well, yeah, two two or something. Well, yeah. It'll be really interesting because I think the the, the part about that though is that it's gonna solve standard so fast. People are going to brew so hard to try get it. I think it comes up the second weekend of all drinks. So Are- it's Arena just, standard yeah. is not the same as competitive standard. No. no. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if it's best of one or best of three, actually. So that's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, best of one. Yeah. Best of one. Yeah. Best of one. Yeah. So 
that's that's pretty much the big news. There's there's all this other uh, stuff happening with the collector boosters and all that junk, but we won't get into that too much. So, well, mm. thank you guys for joining us for another podcast. We went a little long, but I mean, long. We don't really have an established format yet, so. There's lots Thank to you. talk about. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. And we're still doing this only monthly, so. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Limited yet. Limited, <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot to talk about Limited. Maybe we'll do one in another Maybe. three or four months. Maybe in our three, next three monthly podcast. Months? No, no, three weeks. Three, three, four, three, four weeks. <laughs> the own feature. Because we've got a couple of people. So have fun, everybody. Have fun at your drain. Check us out on Wednesday. And yeah, just enjoy the new standard. And don't feel too sad about saying goodbye to Teferi and Nexus of Fate. <laughs> Alright, see you later, everyone. You guys all said goodbye last time. No, not this time? Okay. Goodbye. There you Bye. go! Hey. <laughs> Hi, sweet. You have to put that up there now. Yeah. <laughs>